0: Hi, I'm Camilla Hunt. I'm a 30-something-year-old mom from the San Francisco Bay Area who laughs when her toddler cusses, forgets some early school dismissals, and prides herself in figuring it out as she goes. This podcast will be sprinkled with humor, nuggets of wisdom, and give you the nitty-gritty of what it's really like to be a millennial-ish parent while growing a business from anywhere I can get Wi-Fi. Get ready to giggle, nod your head in solidarity, and become my BFF. You ready? Let's do this. What's up, guys? Happy freaking Friday. It has been a hell of a week. Let me tell you that. And I'm so excited to be recording this podcast for you guys from the comfort of my car Um, Jojo has contracted hand, foot, and mouth disease, which is freaking awful, and he's finally on the mend. My husband and I are getting away for the weekend and having some adult Disney time, and we are so excited, so I need to pack somehow, magically get everything into a carry-on case for three days, and I am just super pumped about everything that's happening, but I wanted to record this podcast episode for you guys because it's some open dialogue that I have been having on my Instagram and on my Facebook. As you guys may or may not know, I am Filipina-American. My parents were born in the Philippines, came here in their 20s and in, the, in like 81, and started their family here. And like a lot of first-generation Filipinos that are here we grow up in my generation, in my experience, I am one of 17 grandchildren on my mother's side, and I think I'm one of 17 or 18 on my dad's side. I can for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, tell you that some Filipino children grow up really, really screwed up. And and I say that in my experience, and I would love to hear what your your experience has been as a first-generation Filipino here, is that we tend to feel a lot of expectations put on us by our families to be a certain way because of what they may or may not have accomplished in the Philippines. Like, the shit that they did out there doesn't always equate to the same thing out here. You know, you hear all about our mothers pressuring us to be nurses, to marry somebody rich to be a valedictorian, like there are specific paths chosen for us at a very young age that are pushed onto us by our parents because they came here thinking that there's a better opportunity, not really giving us the, the space and the freedom to explore those opportunities right? I know you guys feel me on this, right? Be a nurse, go to nursing school or marry rich, marry a doctor. You know, like you don't have a lot of parents like telling you to do other jobs. Um, And a lot of that as well is body image. So when we're around our aunties or our grandmothers, and we haven't seen them in a while, a lot of the time their first impression is to talk about our appearance or our weight. Now I'm 34 now and after I went to college I gained like the freshman not even just the 15 but the 30 and when I gain weight I gain weight all over my body so it's kind of like evenly distributed which is a blessing and a curse because it's not all in one place but when you can when I gain weight you can tell but there have been so many moments where my weight was commented on, and I didn't do anything about it. I remember so vividly being ten years old, and I remember because I was in the in the fifth grade, and I remember being so freaked out that I had hit a hundred pounds. I felt like I was fat. I felt like, you know, like I was abnormal. That other kids were smaller than me, and it didn't help the fact that I felt this way and I felt so crappy about it. And mind you, at, in fifth grade, you're 10 years old, right? I remember one of my aunts, we were at my grandmother's house and she took my the back of my arm, right, behind your bicep where your tricep is, 10 years old, and she squeezed it and she said, oh, maybe you need to eat less. Do you know how damaging that can be to somebody considering I am now 34 years old and I remember something that was said to me when I was 10 years old. I also remember moments where I was compared to my cousin who was a year younger than me, but a whole different muscular structure, a different body composition than me. I remember being compared to her side by side as a preteen teen because our clothes were not the same size. Mind you, she was a double zero, and I was asking for maybe a size two or three at the time. And because I was not in a double zero, I felt like I was less than. I remember specific body parts being talked about. In Kapungpangan, which is the dialect that my family speaks, I understood it because I, was communicating with my grandmother at a really young age. She didn't speak a lot of English. So um, being one of the oldest of 17, my oldest brother and I took to our, our native language and I understood everything that was said. And can you believe that at probably 10 or 11 years old, I was bathing suit shopping with my aunt and my cousin and my mom, right? We used to go on a lot of shopping dates and I bought a bathing suit and, she commented on the size of my vagina yeah and I'm getting choked up because it's just so fucking ridiculous my mom didn't say anything she just kind of nodded her head and now that I am thinking about it in this car right now recording this podcast if somebody had commented on my daughter's genitals they would have had fucking hell to pay. I would have let them have it. How dare you speak about my daughter like that, especially in front of her, not knowing that I understood the language 100%. And it's just shit that has scarred me in my life. So by the time I got to 20 and I gained those freshmen 25 or 30, whatever the hell it was, I had carried all of that burden with me up until that moment. And you guys remember when The Hills was super popular? That show, like Laguna Beach and The Hills. You remember back in the day when Wet Seal, (laughs) I'm aging myself right now. Wet Seal used to sell baby doll shirts, right? So it's like tight in the uh, breast area, but then it's loose fitting, kind of like a dress that hits you at the waist, right? Baby doll shirts. I remember wearing this really cute um, plaid one and I felt so cute that day I went to a family party and one of my cousins from the Philippines thought it would be comedic and really funny if she asked me if I was pregnant I was about 18 or 19 at that moment I had had enough I had had enough and I ended up, this gathering was at my mother's house and I remember it very, very vividly because it was a turning point for me in which I decided that I was going to stand up so that I didn't have to feel these feelings of shame and guilt and resentment towards my family anymore. I knew that it was up to me to put a stop to it. So I cried and I ran to my mother's bedroom. She came in there to somewhat comfort me, kind of, you know, it was kind of awkward because my parents weren't very open emotionally. I think it's a Filipino thing. I know that a lot of other ethnicities can attest to that as well because I hear about it from my um, Latino friends as well. And I just looked at her and I said, Mom, I've had enough of this shit. You need to have a conversation with your siblings, or I will. This is not cool. It doesn't make me feel very good. It makes me feel awful about myself. And you need to have a conversation with them, or I will. And it came up again a couple of more times. And I told my mom, you need to talk to them. I am your daughter. You need to be able to stand up for me. This is not cool. It is scarring and it is very damaging. And then it stopped. I'm not going to tell you it was overnight, but I am going to tell you that it did get better and it will get better for you. So I wanted to give you guys some tangible tips on how I was able to accomplish this just in case you need to do this for yourself. The first thing that I did was I spoke to my mom. Now, speaking to Filipino parents over emotional things is typically not very comfortable, but I knew that I had had enough crap from them that I needed to do something or else I just wasn't gonna come around anymore. And I gave her that ultimatum. Like, if you don't tell your family, either I'm going to tell them and I'm gonna stop showing up to things. And I was very close with my family. And so it was really, really eye opening for them. And she actually showed me the messages that she had sent to them. Um, and it stopped. So confide in your parents, allow them and give them the space and the capacity to just stand up for you. Because if you don't, then it could be far worse right so my mom did that for me another thing that i do in the event that it's somebody else that your mother hasn't spoken to yet right is have comebacks right so more than recently um i was around my mom's friends and i was pregnant and they were commenting on every single thing that i was eating That's too much salt. You're going to swell up. You shouldn't eat the bug which is shrimp paste. That's way too much. You're you're going to need to drink a lot of water. You need to listen to me. I'm a nurse. And I laughed about this on my Insta stories one day, if you guys remember that. I looked at them and I said, I appreciate your concern, but unless you're my doctor, I am going to respectfully ignore you. And you don't necessarily have to say it like that, but you can say, I appreciate your concern, but, um, you're not my doctor. So please don't express anything to me and leave it at that. Um, another thing too, is like whenever somebody would comment about my weight and say, oh my gosh, you've gotten so fat and there's just so rude, right? It is so easy to be defensive and it's easy to look hurt and act hurt. And I'm a very defensive person by nature. I'm an Enneagram 8. I'm super defensive. I'm a Gemini. And I get defensive. And I remember just feeling my face get hot. But then I remember I had to have some witty comebacks to shut it down. So they would say, man, you got fat. I'd be like, man, you know, it's nice for you to point that out but I love myself and I love my body where it's at. Or I would say, well, my husband doesn't seem to mind and kind of smile and shrug it off. You don't need to sit there and entertain them. Keep it moving, mosey on over, and you don't have to sit there and engage. You don't have to sit there and defend yourself and say, hey, well, I work out every day and I drink a gallon of water a day, so F you. You don't have to do that. You don't need to entertain them. Because remember, a lot of the projections that they put on you have more to do with what they are feeling within themselves. It has a lot more to do with how they see their own body image. It has a lot to do with how they were raised and how they spoke about body image. So give yourself a little grace. Give them a little grace, even if you feel like you don't want to. Just remember Everything that they say to you is a reflection on how they feel about themselves. And that there, that in itself has helped me navigate all of the chismus, all of the freaking gossip, all of that crap. I don't have time for it because if I allowed myself to feel feelings towards the opinions of others on my body image, then I'm already losing and I'm wasting my time, Right? Life is too short to worry about the expectations of others. So what if you've gained weight? As long as you know you are doing something for yourself, right? Like if even if you're working out, do that shit for yourself and do it for nobody else. Get that fulfillment within yourself knowing that you are doing something amazing for your body every day. Who cares about the weight? Life is happening and it is not up to you to wait for your weight to be at a good weight in order to live your life. So get out there, guys. Make the world a better place. Get those witty ass comebacks for your aunties, and I promise you, it will get better. Our daughters depend on us. Our nieces depend on us to speak about our bodies in amazing ways. We are more than the way our bodies look. We are souls. We are we are souls and hearts and laughter and love and kindness and you have so much more to give than how your body looks. I love you guys. I will talk to you later. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast.